Humans are born with 23 pairs of chromosomes in every cell in our bodies. The chromosomes house components that are called genes that determine both our internal and external makeup and expression, including how we look, what we can do, and how we behave. Of the 23 pairs of chromosomes, only one pair has the power to determine our gender, that is, whether we're male or female. The distinct biological difference between the sexes in humans, most mammals, some insects and plants, is tied to one letter in this single pair of chromosomes. Two X's combined establishes one's gender as female and an XY combination one's gender as male. Wrapped up in this Y chromosome is one single gene that is responsible for driving the process of development along the pathway of becoming a male. At least that's what was believed for a while. Now scientists are saying the process is more complicated than previously thought. But this segment is not about gender or maleness or being male. It is instead about a very powerful concept, one that has been subjected to systematic degrading, devaluing, and dismantling, but yet remains a very fundamental factor that is critical to our overall success in life. What did God, the master designer, the master manufacturer, have in mind when he crafted this concept called Father? We're about to explore that. Stay tuned. Welcome back to this segment of the Building According to Pattern podcast series with yours truly, Georgia A. Bryce. I so look forward to sharing with you during these segments, and I'm always delighted to know that you do take the time to tune in regularly to hear what is on God's mind concerning you. For those of you who don't know, a lot of what I share on these segments are things that are personally connected to me, and this time around is no different. If you're tuning in for the first time, let me say an extra, extra special welcome to you. You finally made it. Make no mistakes, you are in the right place at the right time. And this podcast series has been around since September of 2013. It is one of the many outlets through which I have the opportunity to share my passion. And that is helping people discover themselves and begin building their lives in sync with kingdom-centered and God-centered principles and patterns that guarantee true success. All the messages that are available on my podcast page, they're all filled with principles, practices, and strategies detailed in the Word of God, which I like to call the human's manual for living. I believe in them. I embrace them wholeheartedly. And I have vowed to spend the rest of my life living by them because I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that they work, even though commitment to doing so hurts sometimes. Let me encourage you to visit the podcast page if you are not already there and check out the list of archived messages, a total of 48 
at the end of this segment. So I want you to hang around with me until this particular segment ends. I can't begin to explain how much you are going to be thrilled that you do. That podcast page address where you can find those messages can be found at batpllc.podbean.com. To my core listeners, thanks again for your continued support, always. Now let's get this train moving. If you caught yourself sighing, sucking your teeth, rolling your eyes, and even attempting to turn this podcast off, when you heard the word father, this message is for you. If you've never grew up with a father, never had a relationship, a real relationship with your father, don't know who or where your father is, you probably don't even care to know whether he is dead or alive, this message is for you. If your father abandoned you and your mom, ruined your family, doesn't wish to have anything to do with you or your siblings, this message is for you. If your father is dead, this message is for you. And if you have a father that is very much actively involved in your life, this message is equally as important to you as it is to everyone else. I know that we're growing up in a world and in cultures where the idea of father and the value associated with fathering and fatherhood has and is radically shifting. The position of fathers is no longer respected as more and more women are choosing to or have been forced to choose to do bad all by themselves. Many men have lost their understanding of what being a father means as they practice at being expert sperm donors but negate the responsibility of seeding into their, child, their child or their children's lives on a daily basis. Now, I will be honest enough to say that I didn't know until I became an adult that some children grow up not ever knowing their biological fathers or that their fathers had no interest in being with them or getting to know them or even wanting to love them. That was not my world. And this knowledge continues to break my heart a thousand times over, not only because I have an understanding of the emotional or cognitive ramifications, but I also understand the spiritual threat that this poses to any individual. Do not for one second allow anyone to dupe you into thinking that having a father is not an important component of your life. Do not buy into that lie because that is exactly what it is. A horrible lie that has been fabricated and subtly constructed by people who have their own agendas. Whether it is your biological father or an uncle, grandfather, brother, cousin, friend, pastor, or any other role model that stands in proxy, you need a father in your life. And that is the absolute truth. How do I know this? Simple. The concept of father did not emerge out of the human being's own limited creative capacity. The concept was designed and crafted by the master manufacturer himself. Its construct was never left up to the constantly transitioning ideals of humans. Neither were its meanings and value, and certainly not, not its purpose. If you ever want to know the purpose of a thing, 
you must go to the source or manufacturer of that thing. God's original idea and plan for fathers have not changed. Whatever he establishes becomes law. It is set in stone. He established the role and purpose of fathers. It would behoove us then to find out what exactly he had in mind when he established this fundamental concept. The first is the most obvious. You can't create a baby without a father. The seed to jumpstart that process comes from him. But for this segment, that is somewhat generic. I want to take the time to focus on another critical and not often talked about area in which a master manufacturer himself established the role of fathers to fulfill. That is launching children into their destiny. Children who eventually become adults. Now, there are many people who have had to pull themselves up by the bootstrap, their own bootstrap, gritted their teeth, and eked out their own path to get to where they are in life. That is absolutely commendable and worth celebrating. But I know if we were to take a poll with these same individuals, we will discover that the process of getting there, whatever there is, had its toll and came with an extremely heavy price. Why? Again, it's quite simple. That was never how it was originally designed to be. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the word catalyst. But what a catalyst really is, it's any substance that works to accelerate a chemical reaction or a person or thing that precipitates an event. Without the help of a catalyst, chemical reactions or events might never occur or take a significantly longer period of time to occur. When one is present, the activation energy and the length of time it takes for process to occur is lowered, making the reaction or event happen more efficiently. God designed fathers to be the ones to help catalyze and facilitate the various processes in our lives. In concert with him, fathers were put in place to ensure that the plans and purposes of God for their children's lives would unfold and take full effect in season and on time. Statistics after statistics have been presented showing the impact of fatherlessness in our nations and the toll it has taken on our families, societies, and essentially every institution that is known to man. A fatherless child, though often not the case, has the propensity to become a menace to society. Go check our penal systems, our street corners, our school dropout rates, the crack houses, and the gangs that terrorize our neighborhoods, if you don't believe me. Now here are some specific findings related to the fatherlessness that is prevalent in the U.S., the U.S. leads the world in fatherless families. Hard to believe it, but it's true. Over the last 40 years, the number of kids being raised without their dads in the home has tripled. Among students in grades 1 through 12, 39% live in homes absent of their biological fathers. And 40% of kids in father-absent homes have not seen their dad within the past year. Fatherless children are twice as likely to drop out of school. 
in two parent households, kids with a poor relationship with their father were 68% more likely to smoke, drink, or use drugs than two parent households generally. Teens without fathers are twice as likely to be involved in early sexual activity and seven times more likely to get pregnant as an adolescent. Adolescent, sorry about that. Among middle school students, not living with both biological parents quadruples the risk of an affective disorder. A 26-year study showed that the single most important factor in a child developing compassion is the involvement of a father in his or her life. And 75% of teenage suicides occur in households where a parent is missing in action. Now, those are some very sobering statistics. In the original Source for Truth, the Human's Manual for Living, it is demonstrated time and time again how the responsibility of speaking and activating blessings and positioning children towards their destiny lies squarely in the hands of the father. It was Abraham who arranged to secure a wife for his son Isaac. It was Isaac who pronounced and activated the blessing for prosperity over Jacob's life. It was Jacob who spoke into the lives of his 12 sons, declaring what they would become. And we can read of them following this broken trajectory for their lives in totality. It was David who prepared for the establishment of his son's throne by leaving a substantial legacy that made many of the things David could not accomplish in his own lifetime an easy task during Solomon's life. In Proverbs 13 verse 22, King Solomon stated this, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Whether it's of monetary value, material possession, moral stability, or goodness, it is the father who was designed to facilitate his children's and even grandchildren's easy transition into the future. His input would bring clarity and make the process smoother. Fathers were established by God to be the catalyst that should launch their children into their destinies. The weight that rests upon fathers is so strong and powerful that God sternly warns in Exodus 20 verse 5 that if a father defaults on his obligation and commitment to God, the consequences of his sins and moral failure have the capacity of impacting even his great-great-grandchildren. I have personally witnessed this in my family. As I have observed... The same moral failings in my previous generations emerging in my present generation. If this truth brings such heavy consequences, how much more blessed will it be for those who are connected to fathers who are faithful to God? Just recently, and after 23 years of my family being dismantled through infidelity and divorce, I had the wonderful opportunity to assemble with my siblings and my parents in a very special time of prayer. My father, who's now reconnected in his personal relationship with the master designer, prayed and he prayed a prayer of repentance over his children's lives for the consequences that have entered into our lives and weighed us down as a result of his decisions 
and he prayed for us one by one and he called our names individually. He then pronounced a fatherly blessing upon each one of us. And when he was done, my mother affirmed what he did. Now, I cannot begin to tell you what happened in the realm of the spirit right at that moment. But I know for certain that there was a tremendous shift. Some doors were finally shut that needed to be shut. And some doors were now opened that were way overdue. I eagerly await the opportunity to share with you the divine downloads that I know will be coming into my life and into the lives of my siblings as a result of this position that my father took with us on that day. Now, to the one who has no biological father or a close male relative that can stand in the gates of your life to facilitate activation of those blessings that were designed for you, let me say this to you. You first need to know that you have a heavenly father. His name is the Lord God Almighty. Get into a right relationship with him and look to him to accomplish in your life what your earthly father is unable or unwilling to do. Secondly, and what is often not understood, a pastor is not only called to be your pastor, he also serves in the capacity of a spiritual covering that is synonymous to that of a father. He has also been given the ability to activate blessings and prosperity in your life, as well as to catalyze the process involved in launching you into your destiny. Your responsibility is simple. Submit to him. If you don't have a pastor, I'd like to suggest that you get aligned with the one that God directs you to. I am amazed at how much my life has shifted over the past three years by virtue of the relationship of submission that I have cultivated with my father in the faith, Dr. Pepe Ramnath. I have seen a multitude of doors open for me in several areas of my life, and I have been given access to great mentors and leaders who carry keys to my destiny in their bellies simply because of the relationship that I have with my spiritual father. As I close off this segment, my earnest prayer for you is that if you are without a biological father or if you or you have one that is not active in your life, you will find one who is ready and willing to stand in that place where your best interest will be represented. I pray too that the broken relationship between you and your father will be mended and restored so that God's original intent for your life can begin to take shape and form. Finally, I pray that God will place you in a family, whether it's in a natural family or within a church community, where you can connect with a father who will adopt you without hesitation. Let's pray. Father, I thank you, first of all, that we can even call you Father. And it's wonderful to know that, Lord God, that even when our earthly fathers are missing in action, our Heavenly Father, you, O oh God, you said you will never leave us, you will never forsake us. I pray, Father, for those people who right now 
don't have relationships with their own biological fathers. They don't even know where their biological fathers are. They might not even know who their biological fathers are. You said in your words, Lord God, that when our mothers and our fathers forsake us, then you would take us up. You would take us into your arms as your children, your very own. And so, Lord God, I pray right now for healing the hearts and the minds of those who don't have an active father in their lives and cause them to turn to you and to look to you, Lord God, for supply, for strength. I pray for those, Lord God, who have been planted in a church community, that they will begin to understand the value of having a pastor, that he's not just there to be a pastor, but he's been given the assignment, Lord God, of being a spiritual father in their lives. And that, Lord God, the position that he holds, Lord God, also helps to push them into the destiny that you have in mind for them. I pray, Father God, that we will turn to you and to look to you completely for everything that we need. I pray, Father God, even for those mothers right now who have had to pick up the slack. They've had to stand in the gap to represent both father and mother in their children's life. I pray that you'll bless them and that you'll strengthen them. And that the men that are around them, Lord God, whether they're brothers or uncles or cousins, will take the position to stand in the gap on behalf of these children as well. We thank you, we praise you, and we honor you in your son's name. Amen. Fathers are vital to our personal development. We can't do without them. I'm grateful that the role is no longer limited to a biological father. As this would place so many people, even some of you are now listening, at a major disadvantage. Embrace God as your father. Then ask him to place earthly father figures in your life who can take the place of father, a father that might be missing in action. Position yourself to receive their instructions, their leading and their blessings. You making it into your destiny, you getting into your expected end is strongly dependent upon this. Let me invite you again to visit the podcast page to listen to any of the number of 40 plus archive segments that are available. You will find a host of knowledge that is designed to help you in your journey. Again, that address is batplc.podbean.com. Alternately, you can visit the official website for my organization, Building According to Pattern LLC, where the messages are also accessible under the podcast series tab. And that address is batplc.com. Bi-weekly, pot, bi-weekly blogs for, for those who love to read uh, that capture highlights from each podcast segment are also available on the website under the blog series tab. So I'm going to encourage you when you go to the website, don't just check out the podcast series there, but also review, read some of those blogs that are available. Um, the most recent blogs, what I've been doing is that I've been featuring links that connect to valuable resources that relate to the topic of discussion. Uh, don't forget to utilize the share buttons, please. When you go to the website and you've read the blogs or you've listened to the podcast, please do share the, the, the messages that you, you're, you're being exposed to. If it's making a difference in your life, I would love to know that you're sharing it with your friends and family. If you think it's going to make a difference in their lives as well. And please do provide some feedback and comments concerning 
what you've been reading or what you or what you've been listening to. If these segments have been a blessing in your life, I would love to hear from you because that also serves as a source of encouragement to me. Uh, let me invite you to also connect with me on several of the more popular social media platforms, including YouTube, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram. And all of those connections are present on my website. Uh, please reach out to me via those platforms. If you follow the links, all of them are there. But if you prefer to send me an email the old-fashioned way, I don't have a problem with that. That email address is info at buildingaccordingtopattern.com. Now, this segment of this podcast is the first in a two-part series that I'm presenting. And I know I never told you what the topic is, but it essentially is Father's The Catalyst Designed to Launch You into Your Destiny. This is the first segment of a two-part series. The next segment I'm going to be doing is going to involve an interview with my spiritual father, Dr. Pepe Ramnath. And I'm going to encourage you to look out for that podcast segment when it comes out in the next two weeks. My time has come to an end for this segment. Again, I am your host, Georgia A. Bryce, saying goodbye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until we meet again, I want you to do this. Stay blessed, be blessed, and take care. Bye.